action. Hey guys, welcome back to Keeping It 99 here with another episode. And today we have a special guest, uh, Mr. Bishwan Nassif. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Of course, anytime. Um, so today we're going to be talking about um, one of your hobbies, um, which is the gym. Um, so my first question for you is, why do you work out? So why I started is different than why I actually do. Uh, when I started, I was just a um, chubby middle schooler. Um, and I saw like some people who were my age who uh, like looked a lot better than me. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to be like that. So that's the reason I started it. And then um, I got into it. I really loved it. And I actually like really enjoy like I actually enjoy like actually doing it rather than over than the results. You know what I mean? It's um, and there's this common misconception that people who go to the gym, they go because they want to be better than other people or because they just want to like look shredded. Like, no, some people actually legitimately enjoy it. Like there is they enjoy the journey of you know, working hard and achieving your goals. Like, they actually, like, they enjoy that. They don't do it, like, to discipline themselves. And also, it, it's a, it's great for your mental health. Like, people think that you work out, all you're going to get is you're working on your, your body, you're not working on your mind. No, like, it actually strengthens your mind where you push yourself and you, you do things that are, like, you wouldn't think you'd be able to do. So, and it strengthens your mind that way, too. And there's the science behind... Um, you know, your brain releases dopamine, but that's a little bit like deeper, you know, but uh, my point is like, it helps you mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. So that's why I work out now. Of course, I originally started in like, for like a little bit of a more shallow reason, but you know, it results the same. So you mentioned something about how working out has strengthened you mentally. Mm. Um, how much, like, how, how do you think the gym has shaped you when it comes to discipline? So you, when you tell yourself, I'm going to work every single day and, you know, you don't have to, if you don't feel good for a, a day, you don't have to kill yourself, but you like don't have to go very hard, but you can go to make sure you're consistent, which is a very valuable lesson. Like in life, you know, you want to be good at anything you need to put in the work. You need to be like consistent with it. Like you need to put, give it everything you have every single day. So it's. And it's also, it also like strengthens you as in like, you know, you got one more rep and then you tell yourself like, no, I, my mind is telling me I'm going to do this and I'm not going to listen to my body in that way. I mean, I agree. I think working out is very important um, when it comes to the mind and to like discipline. But, you know, do you think that that discipline that you've gained um, throughout going to the gym, do you think that has kind of applied to other aspects of your life or do you think it kind of just stays in the realm of, you know, working out? Um, yes and no. Um, because working out is more of a thing I actually enjoy. It's not like, it's not like a, a consequence. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like something I have to do. It's something I actually like doing. But um, yes, because there are days where I actually don't feel like doing it. Like there are some days where I'm just exhausted mentally, physically. You know, but I still tell myself, like, no, you need to go. And that and that like translates over like the days where I don't like necessarily want to study, you know, but I tell myself, no, like it's something you have to do. Like it's something that just like when you don't feel like going to the gym, you work out, but you don't feel like studying, you study just as an example. So, yes and, and no at the same time. So have you ever, you know, found yourself 
um, just wanting to like quit, stop going to the gym completely and just kind of live like an easier life. Yes, sometimes I, um, I look at people who've trained the exact same like amount of time or even less. They look better than me, they're leaner than me, they lift more, they, you know, they're, just, they're more advanced and they've been working at less time or the exact same amount of time. But I sometimes when I looked at that, I would be like, dang, is this really worth it? I'm doing this to myself every single day. But that taught me another valuable lesson, which is you are against yourself from yesterday. You're not a, you don't compare yourself to anybody else. You are, you know, it's you versus you. It's not you versus anybody else. And also, like, comparison is the thief of all joy. If you compare yourself to everybody, you're always going to find they have something you don't have. So you just focus on yourself. <coughs> Sorry. Make sure you're 1% better than you were yesterday. And you don't, doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. I agree. I very, very, I really, really like the point you made about comparing, um, where, you know, comparison, what do you say, was the thief of all joy? Mm-hmm. So you said, I, I actually really like that. And that goes, I think, way beyond just working out, right? In all exactly. aspects of life. I mean, and I think it's a consequence of social media where people are always competing against each other, whether they realize it or not. You know, you see something, and you're like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to be like that. So for you, as someone who goes to the gym and who's always, you know, not, not maybe consciously comparing yourself to others, but you kind of are, you see what other people are doing. How do you manage that? Well, um, when I, for instance, go and I do one more rep than I did the last day or, you know, five more pounds, something like that, that gives, that like gives me more, um, motivation to actually continue because it, even if I'm not where somebody else is, I'm, it still makes me happy that I'm better than myself yesterday. So, you know, no matter really like how good I see, like somebody that's like really good, um, I still manage to, you know, tell myself, no, like it's you versus you and you are making progress. You, you know, don't worry about anybody else. And one more thing I, I might want to add is you look at social media, you find these people like Alex Eubank, Sebum, uh, all these fitness influencers who are like, you know, not all of them are obviously on steroids, some of them are, but even if they're not on steroids, they got like top 1% genetics. A lot of people look at that and they're like, dang, why don't I look like that? But truth is like these people, they're like top 1% and a lot of people, they're just going through social media all the time. There's people who are like, you know, they see people that are way better than them. They don't realize that it's the top 1% or, you know, it's just really good lighting, which, by the way, everybody on, on Instagram mainly does. They take the best possible photo of themselves, best possible lighting, and their abs are flexed, for instance, which nobody walks around with their abs flexed. You know what I mean? Like, you walk around with your belly loose, you know? And um, look at that, and they're just like, man, like, you know, and that's, that's also why, like, I, I like to make them, you know, like these influencers, they uh, gave me motivation, like, you know, that they also were, they didn't look very good, but I don't compare myself to them in a, in a way. So you kind of see it as like a, kind of like a goal, mm-hmm. but not like a, like, you don't, you kind of want to, you, you don't want to look like them. You want to work like them. Exactly. That's yes, the type of that's, thing. That's, that's exactly. Okay. I see that. That actually makes, it's actually very good. I think. 
you know, a lot of times people, when they, they could try to compare the results and, you know, sorry. Like a lot of people, A lot of people like they like to compare the results when it's like you have to compare it's all good now I think okay so a lot of people they want to you know compare the results without comparing like the journey or like how to get there exactly. and kind of like the work to get there a lot of people they see these influencers or in all aspects of life not just in working out where they see people who are at these like you know places where they want to be and a lot of times we forget the work that it takes to get there yeah um, and i think it's something that social media really misconstrues is that you see the result and you don't see how to get to that result you know whether that's you know working hard steroids whatever it is you know a lot of people just kind of like oh i want to be like that but like are you willing to put in the work to be like that you know yeah, exactly. Like, everybody, for instance, looks up to, like, you know, soccer players, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, basketball players, LeBron, you know. But the amount of work that and discipline it requires every single day, and luck too, might I add. Like, they're not lucky in a way because they still have to work. But, you know, anytime you are very successful or something, there is actually that one component of luck that you, you, you do need that is, like, an actual thing. And... Not everybody is made for everything. Like, you can be not good at something and you're just not made for it. You know what I mean? And that's also something that people like. Sometimes you are just not made for a certain hobby, certain sport, you know? It's just how it is. But you gotta find other things in your life that you enjoy that are beneficial to you. Like, you know, not everybody can be Christian all You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what other things do you do then other than the gym? Um, that you would say hobby wise that kind of impacts you in a positive way nothing no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well recently I started playing um, lacrosse so it, obviously I'm not particularly good at it but it, the the concept of self-improvement and trying new things translates over from the gym so for instance like in the gym I don't always like do the same thing every single day like if I find something's not working I try new stuff works you have to do that in life too like you need to try other things um personally when i was trying out for the lacrosse team i did not think i would make it but um i just kind of went for it you know what i mean you you gotta in life you gotta take you know some chances and not care what everybody thinks of you like if i didn't make it i'm sure there would have been some people who are like oh ha for sure like he doesn't make it you know but you know i just shut that out i tell myself i'm here for myself, I want to improve myself. I want to do something for me. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of lucky I made it, but, you know, it's just got to try new things. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I, I'm work, I'm trying to work every day to, like, so I can get better at, you know, new sport I'm trying. I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. So on that subject of self-improvement, obviously you work out, you know, you're trying new things, but what other things are you doing to try and maybe improve your mindset or, you know, the other people like call exterior things mm -hmm. more, they're more like interior things Yeah. that kind of connect those things together, like the glue. So one thing that's very important for your mind, like for anybody really, 
this, I mean, anybody should do this, not just like gym goers or lacrosse players or basketball. It doesn't matter. Um, you need every day to organize your thoughts and have some sort of time where you just don't think of anything and you just slow down. You know, when you, when you're in life every single day and you're, you know, just moving from this to this, to this, to this, you need some time where by yourself, you just think about things. So in other words, you need to, you need to meditate or it's, you just sit for, you know, a good few, it doesn't have to be like an hour. You can sit for five minutes just thinking of nothing so you can um, understand your thoughts, understand your emotions, you know, and slow down, which is something I, I do just like every day, just, just a little bit. And I know you're thinking five minutes, that's like nothing. No, some people, they try to sit down. They can't sit down for a minute without doing anything. Like, they need to be just doing something. You know what I mean? That's really important. And um, one more thing is uh, you need time for God every single day, too, right? You know, you need to, first of all, like, when you when you read the Bible, you are open up, opening up your mind to new ideas, and you're listening to God's Word. And also, when you pray to God, you also get a little bit of a better... Um, uh, understanding of your own self, you know what I mean? Like when you pray to God, like you know more what's going on inside of you. So it's very important that you understand like when this happens, I do this. When this happens, I do this. And I I try and do that also on, um, you know, self-improvement. Like you need to be, as a man, you're more than just a body. You're a mind, soul, you know, the, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and so I think like those, those are two great things and I think a good culmination of the two, if you will, is you know something called quiet time, you know, like quiet time and journaling, something that I've been doing recently as well, and it really does make a difference. You know, sitting down in quiet, no thoughts, just like just let everything rest in your mind, and then to journal. You know, what's going on in my life? What are things I need to improve on? What you know, just list out things because there's something about writing it down. You know, mm -hmm. um, something else I started doing is writing down prayers. Right, it's like kind of like time with God, like talking to God, and you don't realize like how much you learn about yourself. Like, spend, like, the more you spend time with God, the more you learn about yourself. It's crazy because, yeah. I mean, we're made in the image of God. Like, it's not a joke. Like, we are made in the image of God. So, all the characteristics that God has, all those positive characteristics, we can find in ourselves. And I think a lot of times, a lot of people try to use journaling or quiet time to kind of, like, push out the bad, right? To, like, think about, oh, it's bad. Let me write it down. Like, I need to stop this, I need to stop that, I need to stop this. And a lot of people forget that you can use that same time to kind of be like, I need to work on this quality. Like, mm -hmm. I need to be, you know, nicer, kinder, whatever it is, more compassionate, right? And a lot of people, instead of, you know, planting the seeds and trying to grow new things, they try to cut the old. And obviously, like, you have to cut the old to grow the new. But I think you need both, right? Because if you keep cutting cutting weeds and you don't plant anything in the place of it they're gonna come right back up right so i really like the quiet time i really like you know that stuff it's it, i think it's i think it's vital for everyone to do to sit down you know regardless of what you do in life just to sit down for a little bit every single day and five minutes is a long time for just yeah. doing nothing it like you know you'll be like two minutes into it and you'll look up and three minutes are left and you're like it's crazy that's yeah. a very very long time um, to sit in absolute stillness and quietness. So, but I really like that, and I think it's very, very important um, for all people in general. Mm -hmm. And um, 
when you write, or like not when you write, like for me when I'm, I'm just thinking like, you remember that your day is more than just, like let's just say you've had a bad day and you remember and you talk about, no not talk about, like you like talk about with yourself sort of, about like what happened. You, you notice that your day is more than just that one bad thing that mm-hmm. you've actually had you know, multiple good things. It reminds you of the, the blessings you have that many people don't. And everybody has blessings. Like, no, there is nobody in the world whom God hasn't given. My like, Everybody has equal opportunity, but it's different. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody has the exact same thing, but everybody has something they can work with and, you know, blessings that other people don't. No one has everything, though. And, um, yeah, I went a little bit off track there, but my point is that it helps you in that way where you, you realize like, wow, I have, I still have this and this, I still did this and this. It's not, maybe it's not that bad of a day, you know? Yeah. And I mean that humility of not knowing or of knowing that you don't have everything, Mm -hmm. um, that leads to self-improvement, right? Just the fact that you're like, yeah, I don't got everything together. I don't know everything. It allows you to take your energy and to put it into things that improve you, like working out, like, you know, learning new skills, whatever it is. And, you know, by a lot of times people will like, when it comes to working out or whatever, they'll just do it, right? Kind of like go through the motions. Like I'm going to work out to work out, or I'm going to podcast to podcast, or I'm going to read just to read. Whereas like you always have to look at what you can gain out of those things, right? When I go to the gym, what can I gain out of the gym? obviously get bigger discipline, you know, more self-confidence, you know, all these, whatever, list off all these things. And you have to work towards them. Like right down be like, you know, within a year, I don't know, like I need to be more disciplined in this area. And then by going to the gym, you see like the progress you've made, right? In the same way where it's like, you know, this podcast, like if I just did it just, just for fun, right? I would never get anything out of it, but it's like, I need to do this to learn about other people, learn about, you know, kind of take myself, put in other people's shoes, don't really just think about myself, right? So <coughs> I think you're okay. I think one of the best things we can do as humans is notice our weaknesses and then try to do something to counteract that to counteract that. And I think that's like really what the basis of self improvement is. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people kind of just do see self improvement as just like there's a certain list of tax tasks you can do. And you will improve, but for everyone, it's different. And um, there's a very like essential question: it's like, why do you want to improve? Like, some you need to, if you have motivation to do something, like not motivation, but like there's a if there's a reason as to why you're trying to improve yourself, trying to do this, do that, you will always like do it. You know what I mean? Like you, you have that reason by the in the back of your mind. You're like. I I need to do this today because of this. You know what I mean? Which um, is just really important. If you want to be disciplined towards something, you actually have to have, like, a reason behind it. And one thing I might add, too, is, like, going back to the gym, like, you know, you, when you work out, you know, every day, you come back, you work out, let's just say Monday, you come back on Tuesday, you look at yourself in the mirror, you won't see any change. Hmm. But... Over a long time, you will find that, yes, it, it actually works, but the change every day is so small that you don't notice it, which is how everything in life works. You don't get better overnight. You get better 
just a little bit every single day until that change has become something that makes a difference. You, you understand what I mean? I get 100%, yeah. I get it. And it, just, it goes back to something um, that actually Abu Nate said yesterday in the servants meeting. Real quick. If you haven't watched episodes with him, they're up there. Um, and something he said um, that was that was very striking to me. It goes back to like what you said about the goals. Like if I say, I want to lose 10 pounds, but I don't, there's no end in mind, right? It's just, oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. You're never going to lose 10 pounds. There has to be like a reason why, like a goal, like a, I want to lose 10 pounds because I, you know, whatever, like I want abs, you know what I'm saying? It's a dumb reason, but that will motivate you to do it, right? In the same way where it's like, if I'm just like, Oh, I'm just going to read, you know, 10 pages a day just cuz. I'm not going to make a week. But if I'm like I'm going to read because, you know, I want to increase my vocabulary or because I want to, you know, kind of learn new information, I want to learn more about this subject or more about this or grow myself in this way. When you're specific like that and you have the end goal in mind, you'll be able to, you know, kind of push through the rough the rough things, which I think is something that obviously you've done with your thing in the gym where it's like my goal is what to be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So every single day, your end in mind is better than yesterday, better than yesterday. And so that pushes you to do better than yesterday. Whereas if you were just like, oh, you know, whatever, like you would never, you know, get any better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little bit off topic, but that's fine. Um, there is a reason why people, uh, you know, like to have kids is because. When you have kids, you have a reason to get up every single day. And, you know, a lot of people, they're like single, for instance, or like they're just, they don't have anything. And they're like, my career is more important than anything else. But really, what what's going to happen when you're successful in your career and you have nobody else to enjoy that success with you? You know what I mean? When you have like a family and kids, there's people who are going to, you know, enjoy that. And you're going to feel like you have a reason every single day to get up, you know, do better and, you know, support your family. So it's a little bit off topic, but I just, I just wanted to point that out that, you know, it's, that's why, like, there's so many people like that, you know, have kids. That's just what I want to say, you know. I mean, yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons. And I think, you know, kind of the direction that the world is going, right? Where it's always about Mm self-improvement and self-improvement is great. Yeah. But it's always self-improvement. Why? Because of me. Whereas you should be self-improving because of others. Not, not to please others, but in the way where it's, I'm going to self-improve so I can be of more service to those around me. Exactly. Right? I want to be better so I can be a better friend to those around me. Like I want to be a more active listener so I can you know, listen to people's problems better and help them out more. I want to you know, learn more about certain things so I can be more educated when people come and ask me about them. Right, it's it's always a, it's a very that the Christian mindset is always a, what can I do to serve God's children better, you know. And so instead of it's like a what can I do to be better, which is great, but I feel like that's like a very elementary level of what self improvement is. And a lot of people just stop right there, and they're like, oh, I'm I'm content with where I'm at, you know, because it's just for me. Whereas if you think about it, like you can always help more people. Right? You're never going to be able to help all however many billion people are on the planet right now, right? Like you have to, one at a time, so you always, always get better. So I think it's just something, you know, and I would just like to get your thoughts, like a quick question is like, you know, as 
someone who is part of the church and as someone who is soon you're going to be going into the service and you know it's trust me it's 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 rough you know what are things where you would look yourself in the mirror and you would be like you know like there are some things that i need to improve on what is like what is kind of no need to get specific but like what is the path you know that you think you're going to take in the next year to kind of make yourself more you know cert like more like a servant serving others you know it's very different than being served so like i just i just want to get like you know kind of your thoughts just come kind of curious like what do you think that journey will look like so um anytime like you're in service you are you're not doing it for uh, yourself you're doing it so that the people you're serving can get closer to god somehow right and um, you for you to, in order for you to do that you have to have like a close relationship with God or else it's not really possible because how are you gonna make people closer to God when you're not and I'm not afraid to admit this I I don't put God in my life enough I mean yeah I I, I, I might pray every day read the Bible but like that's not really like you want you want to have like an inter relationship with God where you like understand him sort of mm. it's kind of like this thing like and I'm just going to be honest, like, I would like to improve on, on that, and I feel like that's just, like, extremely uh, vital, really, like, it's just everything when it comes to service, because if you have God, everything will be fine, so that's one, and um, two is that uh, I do need to work on my maturity a little bit, like, sometimes... Oh, when kids would be like saying like the funniest things ever, I just have to laugh too. Like, yeah, I no, that's me too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I gotta be like a role model. I can't be like, if I just laugh with the kids, you know, as mm. you know, it's not gonna work. But it, that's something else um, that you know I have to work on. And yeah, I mean, I think like the first one is is honestly the most vital in in, in general in life. You know, not just in service. Um, you know, it says like David was. A servant after God's own heart. Like, just think about like like what that means. Like, God said that Himself. Like, David is after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Like, think about like what the heart of God is. It's it's crazy, right? And that's like that's like the ultimate self improvement journey, right? Going from human to God's heart. That's like that will encompass your entire life. And I think you know my Sunday school lesson today. I was about the Egbeya and prayer, and it's a good reminder for me. Obviously, I'm telling these kids, you know, you need to pray, you know, every day, the whole Egbeya, all seven hours. Right, the verse of the day was seven times a day I praise you. Like that was the memory verse I gave them, and it's a good reminder myself where it's like you need to prioritize God in everything. And I think, you know, a lot of these self improvement things, if you will, a lot of them are almost like they like mimic, like try to imitate getting closer with God, but they're not. Right, like your example is yoga, very big example, you know, you know my thoughts on yoga, Um, but like yoga is a big example, working out, obviously people do that, like a lot of people worship working out, you know, or it's like reading, you know, stuff like that where it's like, kind of like, kind of like God, you know, like reading, kind of like reading the Bible, but you're not actually reading the Bible, you know, or people who are like, I'm going to work out, work out, work out, you know, if, if you think about it, it's like discipline, fasting, prayer, you know, like Lent, like that type of stuff, you know, and a lot of times you don't notice that there are these parallels. And a lot of people, um, something that one of the early fathers said was, you know, if I were Satan, I would try to mimic God as much as I could. Right? So, it, not saying that working out of Satan, not saying that those things are necessarily satanic, but in certain ways, 
if you do them, if you take them without God with you, it, I mean, it drives you completely out of, of the church, you know, because anything you do, if you don't take God with you, I mean, you're, you're asking for trouble, so. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunately, like, a very common theme in the world right now where people do stuff that, you know, is actually from the Bible, but they don't like to admit it. Like, for instance, you know, let's take Christmas as an example. I mean, we, people, like, for instance, people like to leave, you know, God out of Christmas. When really, like, it's about Jesus and Christ's birth. So that's just an example. Like, it is a common theme of the world where, like, there will be, like, stuff that is really from God, from the Bible, but they'll just just forget about it in the name of inclusivity or, you know, whatever. So not to get too political, but, you know. That's yeah, no, I mean, I agree 100%. And I think, like, you know, the, the most important thing is making God the center of your life. Like one of the things that in a, in a previous podcast with the Buddha Abraham there um, that was said was a lot of people, what they do, um, he said this, like a lot of people, they have a bucket for God, a bucket for school, a bucket for work. When it should be a bucket for school, bucket for work, bucket for whatever, but the umbrella overarching all the buckets is God. And I thought that was... It's a very interesting analogy because you think about it. God overarches everything in our lives. That's what it should be. It should be God first and everything trickles down under. Right? The umbrella trickles down the water to all the buckets. You know, so, and I, I think that as Christians, that's our main goal because by putting God first, I mean, think about like all the things that you want, right? Like a rhetorical question. Like think about all the things that you want, you desire. How many of those things can be fulfilled with God? The answer is 100%, right? God will fulfill all things if you take him with you. You know, and that's something that I think, you know, is very important in, in today's world is taking God with you, especially with all the turmoil and all the things going on and the world around us. It's like you always have to have God with you. So my question for you is other than like, you know, the praying and the reading the Bible, you know, in order to take God with you, you have to be a light of him to those around you. So in everything you do. So how would you, as someone who works out a lot, how would you use that to bring light to what, what God is? How I use working out to... Like how, like, if, you ha if you're not already, how would you, or if you do, like, how do you? Um, well, first of all, like, I, I try to treat, you know, I obviously, like, I have my mistakes, but I do try to treat everybody, like, as... Good as I would be able to, but obviously, like, you know, I I don't because sometimes I make mistakes and stuff. But <coughs> excuse me. Um, I this is a little bit unrelated, but I'll show you how it sort of connects. Um, before I started working out, I was uh, I was picked on a lot. Whether like before last weight, I was picked on for being, you know, overweight, fat, you know. And as I lost weight before I was able to build any muscle, like I, muscle, sorry, um, there was like some kids who would always just like, you know, push me around sort of like as if I was really skinny, you know. And, um, you know, I didn't really like that. So that's why now when I see like somebody who's not in their best physical shape, whether they're, you know, shorter, fatter, skinnier, whatever, I, I try, because I'm, you know, not to be, um, 
you know, not to fill myself up, but I do feel confident in the way I look. I try to use that to, you know, help, you know, these people who are being made fun of. And I tell, like, I tell other people, like, just because you look better than them or you're taller than them, you're stronger than them, that does not make you any better as a person. So that that's really, like, the main way that I've helped other people with the fact that I, I work out. And, of course, you know, carrying the groceries with mom and stuff. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, um, you know, working out is just, you know, you can't really help God with that. It's just more of a thing you have to do for you, for yourself. Which is why it also should only, like, as much as I love it, it can only take so much of my life or else it'll just, you know, because it's not very, like, can't really help God with it. You know what I mean? I mean, I think in all things... Right, you can serve God, right, in all things. Because first off, if God is the center of all things, then you're taking God with you, so you're serving God. But I think you can always use whatever God, because you think about it, like this is a talent that God has given you, right? The passion to work out, the desire to get big, like that is something that God has put in your heart, mm-hmm. right? Um, however way he did it, but that's something that he put in your heart. And if he put it in your heart, that means that there's a way to take that and to make it about God, right? I mean, obviously, I don't know the answer. I mean, that's something, like, for every single one of us, we have to figure out for ourselves, what is the talent God gave me? And then the follow-up, what, how do I use that to, you know, to display God, you know, to show God to the world? And I think, you know, that all comes from self-improvement, right? Mm-hmm. If you're sitting at home all day doing nothing, you're never going to figure out what talent you have. Mm-hmm. Right? you got to try new stuff. Right? you got to figure out your talents. And once you have your talents, you have to work on them. Right? Like, you know, obviously, I sometimes believe I have a talent for speaking. If I just sat at home and didn't talk to anyone all day, right? I mean, what am I doing with my talent? I'm like the guy who, you know, in the story of the talents, who just put the talent in the, in the ground and covered it with the dirt. Yeah. Right? So, obviously, I don't want to do that. I want to increase it. I want to show, you know, put work into it and kind of develop the talent so that I can serve God better. Right? And in the same way with working out, um, you have to work on it. And that's what you're doing. Obviously, you're going to the gym, you're working out. And somewhere along the line, there's a time where it's like God wants to use you for something. And it might be something like kind of random that's like not super related. You know, it, it, it all depends. So for a lot of every talent, there's always something to do with it. And I think that's why God gives us all different things. Right? Because you fulfill one. It's like what St. Paul says, like some are teachers, some are prophets some are uh whatever like he lists like 10 different things and some are this some are that some are whatever whatever whatever. none is better than the other but they all have different roles and i think it's something that as christians we need to understand that we can't do it all you know we we need to work together to do these things to self-improve to improve each other to help push each other in the right direction i think it's very vital to uh like the future of the church and just the, just christianity in general and just the world as a whole mm-hmm. and you know i mean who knows maybe like one day we'll be building a church or something like it help out i don't know <laughs> but yeah it's like you know there's like a way where i guess i sort of did but it's not like yeah like remember that one trip um that we went to in june where we we're like yeah. Explain for the people. A yeah, bit. so we went to this mission trip in uh, in June where we uh, were helping out like refugees and stuff, and it was like tough labor. Like we were moving mulch and 
and stuff like that. And it, and it wasn't like, like I was able to do well, I guess. So, I mean, I guess that counts. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest um, services is stuff like that, like the mm-hmm. refugee stuff or like mission trips. And those take those take muscles, man. Yeah. Like when I went to Zambia, like skinny, frail, freshman Isaiah, weighing what like 120 pounds is just constant lifting, constant moving, constant walking. Um, which obviously I suggest to everyone on the planet to go on at least one mission trip um, before you leave college. That's like my like one of my one of my many asks. Um, Cause it's just it's so important. You learn so much about yourself and about others and. Uh, it puts it really everything into perspective, but it really helps. That's one of the things where you learn mm-hmm. kind of what talents God gives you, like trips like that, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, going to refugees, whatever, because you're forced to do so much and you're forced to rely on God, like almost entirely because you're just so tired. So worked and you're just moving from here to here to here, to here doing all these things you never knew you could do. Right. Like I was in a sling when we were on this trip. <laughs> Like I was, I was not, you know, obviously not doing the labor stuff. So I had to do something else. So you always learn kind of what things you can and can't do. And then you got to take that knowledge and, you know, kind of apply it. So. Yeah. And no matter what talent you have, um, you, you do need God to, you know, you do need to take God's hand in everything, no matter how exactly. good you are. Like, for instance, if you're in, um, if you're like at church and you're, you know, a lead deacon like yourself. Uh, Don't, do not say that. I'm not. <laughs> um, like, I'm, I'm sure you didn't always know everything and that there were some points where it's like, you, like, not you specifically, but like, as a deacon, for instance, like, you didn't know this hymn that well and you were the only one there. And, you it know, happens all the time. Still yeah, happens. And, you know, God, you sort of feel like, you know, God is just helping you, like, sort of like, just, you know, get, get through it in a way, you know? Mm that's just as an example you know like you, God always just completes your uh, your imperfections in a way and um, yeah just, that's that's it yeah last thing I wanted to say like based on your last point is like you know you plant the seeds and God gives the increase mm-hmm. right you know you take an inch God goes a mile so it's like it's always God will always complete the work that we do um, whether it's for ourselves whether it's self-improvement or helping others God will always complete it so any last thoughts um, no, thank you for um, for having me on. No, thank you for coming on the podcast, especially on such short notice. I appreciate it a lot. And that'll be all for Keeping It 99. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And if you enjoyed this episode, do all those things I just said. And thank you.